BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to Biz Quickie. It is Thursday, September 8th, and I am here for this conversation. First off, little disclaimer, I'm still on the mend from my mouth surgery. So if you listened on Tuesday, you knew that I have recently had mouth surgery and I'm still recovering from that. So if my words are a little slurred, I'm not hitting the bottle It is literally, I am in recovery mode, I am healing, and I suspect I will be all better by the next podcast because I'm bionic. I'm sort of this superhuman when it comes to healing. I almost never get sick, and when I do, I recover very quickly, so I expect this to be no different, and I will be 100% mended up by the next episode. Anyway, I'm here for today's conversation. I am excited about it. It is one that I stumbled upon on social media the other day, and he was very intrigued by it. So I want to talk about it on this particular episode because it feels, it's very different. It's counterintuitive to things that I've seen in the past, though I can get behind it. Here's the concept. I was reading, and I don't know who it was, so I can't give anybody credit. I totally would if I could. I just... I don't know who it was. Somebody had posted that one of the ways that they really amped up their business in the previous six months was by making one change, one change to their business model. And that change is that they stopped, they were a coach, they are a coach, they stopped following all other coaches on social media. The reason they stopped following them was because they felt like they were constantly comparing themselves to copying, looking at their offers, looking at their pricing, and they weren't really staying in their own lane. They weren't really operating their own business. They were doing things in their business based on what everyone else was doing. I find this to be fascinating. First off, I am huge on competitive analysis and understanding what everyone else is doing, what your competition is doing, how you're different, like what your secret sauce is, right? What your competition is not very good at that maybe there's a niche that you can slide in there on for yourself. I think that's an amazing way to approach doing business. But the notion that we get so twisted up in what our competition is doing, that it actually slows us down is fascinating. I hadn't really thought about it before, but I've given it considerable thought since listening or reading that particular post on social media. And again, I don't remember who it was, and it's not important. But I think to myself, how frequently do I see what people that I would consider to be competitors, other coaches, they don't even have to be teach 
coaching at the same level or same tier as me. Maybe they're, they only work with big businesses or they work with companies that have been in business for X period of time or people who are getting ready to exit their business, things like that. It doesn't matter when it comes to coaching. If I'm paying attention to what all these other coaches are doing, how much does that influence my approach? And I think in some regards, probably quite a bit. But in other regards, it also gives me a good playbook for what not to do. Because there are some things that I see that coaches do that drive me fucking insane if I'm being if I'm being completely honest with you. And why wouldn't I be? It's just you and I. We're chatting here. We're friends. So I'm, of course I'm going to be honest with you. It amazes me the number of people, the number of coaches out there who use these, I don't know, tactics. I guess in some regard, we all use tactics. We have these methods that we're using to get new clients. But like how much of it is built off of what we truly authentically want to do versus what we see everyone else in the space doing or what someone else in the space told us to do. So most people that I know have coaches, right? I have a coach. I have a couple of coaches and give guidance. But really, just because something works for my coach maybe tells me this is how I attract leads, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the way that I should attract leads. We're probably not going after the same type of business owners, the same clients, and we're not, we're definitely not solving problems in the same way. So I've once had somebody tell me that I should be posting on social media every single day, every day, some, maybe multiple times a day. I can't. First off, I don't have that much interesting to say. I really don't. And second, it's, I don't want to post just for the sake of posting because if I'm not posting something that's going to be valuable to people or help them become better entrepreneurs, stronger business owners, help them make strides in their business, then there is literally no reason for me to be posting it. And I'll post things about you know, my personal life on occasion on a few paces social media. I don't run Certivium social media. I have another business partner, Stacy, who does that and she does a great job with it. She doesn't need me to be posting anything on that social media. On my personal Facebook page under my name, I post both business and personal. And even there, I've stopped doing it daily just simply because I don't have that much to say right now in the grind, heads down, and I'm, while I do pay attention to what other coaches are doing, I believe that the stuff that I'm coaching on, the way that I coach my ideal client, they're very different than most other coaches that I know. It's different. So I'm not particularly uh, interested in what they're doing to obtain clients. I'm interested in what they're doing because some of them are my friends. And so I want to support them. But I also, I look at it like how differently would I approach doing my social media, promoting my business, if I didn't know what anyone else was doing? It's an interesting way to look at it. Would I approach it differently? And 
I think that's part of the reason that I've really backed off on posting lately on social media from my personal page is because I am looking at it like I want to be really authentic with everything I post. The last significant post I made was about Corey leaving the business. And I haven't had a lot to say since then. And it's not just in, I haven't had a lot to say that would be, I think, interesting to most people. I'm not of the opinion that everything I say is fascinating because I know that it's not. And I'm also not of the opinion that every single day I need to be solving a problem for someone. Some days I'm literally just solving a problem for myself. So I need to, I try and keep that in mind. And we, for the longest time when Corey was in the business, when we first started SB Pace, we were publishing blogs daily. Can you even imagine daily for I probably the first nine months we wrote a blog every single day. How fucking exhausting is that? And then we backed off and we just did it Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And that was still just stupid heavy content. And then we moved to just Wednesdays. And now I'm not even doing it every Wednesday because I find myself saying, if I don't have anything interesting to say, I'm not going to write a blog. I do it regularly. I do it at least twice a month, but I'm not doing it every week. And as I work through with some of the new coaches that I'm working with, if it gets to the point where it makes sense again to do it on a weekly basis, then I will. But I'm not going to do it daily or weekly just simply because that's my habit. That's That for me no longer serves the purpose that I did when I first started the business. And I could talk to people. Everybody has a different opinion. Some people will say, well, blogs are dead. You don't need to do them at all. And other people will say, you really should be consistent with it. And I used to give that advice all the time to people, be consistent. And I still truly believe that consistency is important but I believe that being authentic and saying things that are actually helpful, meaningful, add value, engage people, make people laugh, make people think, whatever it is, whichever one of those you're going for on any given day, are more important. So lately, I haven't really felt like there's been a lot of content that I need to put out that's going to just please the masses. So I've taken a step back. I've watched what other people are doing. But I also, I like the concept of not following other coaches because then I'm not copying anybody. I'm authentically being me. I'm doing the things that are right for my business. I'm doing the things that are right for my clients. I'm doing the thing that's right to attract more clients authentically to me. I'm not comparing my pricing to anyone else. I'm not comparing my offerings to anyone else. We do things differently at SP Pace. We do things very differently. We do things differently at Certivium. And I like that about us. I'm not trying to be anybody else. And frankly, I wouldn't be very good at being anybody else because there are days when I'm not very good at just being me. So trying to be someone else just seems, well, it just seems fucking exhausting if we're just going to cut right to it. So anyway, all of that to say, I was so 
impressed with this particular approach, this concept. It was really new to me. I'd never seen anybody post about it before. And obviously it's interesting that her revenue grew tremendously after she made that decision because she stopped focusing on other people. And who doesn't love the concept of their revenue growing? But more importantly, she said she felt a lot more authentic and in tune with what she was doing with her business because she knew she was doing it because it was the things that were right for her and for her clients versus seeing that there was this new movement or this direction and she wanted to be a part of that. And I really liked that as well. I love the concept of being able to do the things that are right for me, for my clients, and not really worry what anyone else is doing. Because honestly, I don't really, in most instances, I don't actually care. I'm not competing with anybody else because I'm not the same as anyone else. The way that I do business is very different. I like that approach. So I was just thinking, what if we, what would your business look like if you stopped paying attention to, if you stopped following your competition or people who are offering very similar products or services on social media? What if you stopped following them, stopped paying attention to them and just followed your instincts for how to best market your business? What would that look like? for you? Would it be different? What changes could that possibly mean for your business? That is all I have for today. It has been an absolute pleasure coming to you and we have a great weekend. I'll see you again on Tuesday. Make sure that you tell your friends and your family, share the podcast, let everyone know about it. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate every minute that you give to this podcast.